0: For us to transform the organizations with AI the way that we want to in my view we want to be moving more and more towards everyone or a large part of the organization being able to create models and the models that we'll create at that scale will be smaller they might not add as much value as the models that the team of specialists will add so we will always in my view we will always need that team of specialists to be working on the high value items or to improve the models that have been created by the people in the business. The first data futurology event for next year is going to be Ops World, data centric operations for business value. We're going to be hosting the community in person at the Sofitel Wentworth in Sydney on March 14th and 15th. We're going to be discussing operationalizing securely for business value, impact and scale. What are we operationalizing? Everything across the data analytics and AI space. We're bringing all the ops perspectives together into this one event. So it's going to be data ops operationalizing data pipelines, analytics ops operationalizing our analytics, MLOps and AIOps, about operationalizing machine learning and artificial intelligence in our businesses. We're going to be discussing processes, frameworks, the observability and the future of this space. Check out the website for more and hope to see you there. I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Talent Insights. Talent Insights are Australia's leading specialist data recruitment business. With offices in Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane, they're experts at providing recruitment strategy and building data teams for clients across industries Australia-wide. They provide recruitment solutions for all roles across the data lifecycle, including data engineering, data science, advanced analytics, customer and marketing insights, business intelligence, data product managers, and data governance. They're skilled at finding the best permanent and contract hires for your business needs, as well as statement of work, project focus data resources. At Talent Insights, relationships matter most. I can say from firsthand experience, Talent Insights are fantastic to work with. Whether you're a business leader within an HR network or a specialist data candidate, Talent Insights should be the first company you turn to for all your data recruitment needs. Find them at talentinsights.com.au how to build a great data analytics and AI strategy for your organization. I'll give you my one line summary of what a strategy is, and and maybe we can start from there. So a strategy defines where you are as an organization, looks at where you want to be, uh, and then fills in the, the path in between. And the path in between is where the tactics come in um the um, so that's that's uh, step one in the case of the data analytics strategy and 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 for an AI strategy we have to take the business strategy as an input uh, and and that helps us define the requirements so the where we want to be uh, will uh, for an analytics and AI strategy will be, Defined, but where the business wants to be and what the business needs to do. Um, so we need to take that into consideration uh, and and be able to fulfill those requirements in um, in a kind of like an adjust in time and just enough manner. Uh, so sometimes I see um, people building analytics and AI strategies that they say uh, our strategy is to um, go to the cloud, or our strategy is to use deep learning, and and hopefully now you can see that uh, those are the the tactics that will help support the strategy and will will take you to where the strategy um, where you want to go in the strategy. But they're not the the strategy. So the strategy should be that we want to gain a market share in in our space. So we want to. Um, so as a result, we want to delight customers and we want to measure that and we want to um, have our AI analytics capabilities support that. Um, we want to yeah, improve retention, things like that. Those are the, the, the drivers and then you want to align your data science and AI work to be able to support that and then the um, the tactics. So for example, using deep learning to create a a chatbot, for example, those are tactics, tactics that come way down the, the path, but the great analytic strategy starts with where's the business going? Uh, what do we need to support it? Where's the gap between that and where we are now? And then let's decide what exactly it is that we need to fill that gap. Hope this is helpful. Uh, see you in the next video. At the start of April this year, we had our Advancing AI conference in Melbourne. Excellent couple days for everyone that came along. One of the presentations there was from Grant Case from Dataiku, and he made this excellent point that today in organizations, organizations usually have less than 15 models in production at the moment. And to create those models, it's a small number of models, compared to what we could have, um, uh, having AI embedded everywhere in the organization. Um, It's a 15 or 10 to 15, or 10 to 20. It's a small number of models. Each model um, typically takes a long time to create, um, adds a lot of value. The use cases need to be decided and prioritized and defined very clearly to work on the most important things. That's kind of like where the industry is at right now going forward we're going to get to a world where every organization has thousands of models in production so we're going to go from you know 10 to 20 to 100 to 200 to you know six to seven hundred to a thousand to two thousand to five thousand to ten thousand plus models in production now i find that super exciting a little bit scary but it's definitely the world that, that we want to have AI embedded throughout the organization um, in ideally supporting every decision in, in every process, etc. We want to move to that world of having thousands and thousands of models in each of our organizations. Um, so, for that, what we'll find is that each, the, the value being added by each model is going to decrease over time that we're gonna need to find ways to create models a lot easier um, and that we're gonna um, have to come up with processes to to deploy and automation to monitor and serve these models uh, at scale in a way that then we have confidence that the models are still performing as expected and we're gonna need to track that the data going into the models is similar to the data that the models were trained on and if not, have an alert and go back to to the retraining. All this is something that a world that is coming up for for all of us. Something that we should start preparing for. And personally, it's one of the reasons why I like uh, autoML solutions. Uh, and that can be open source autoML. And there's really good packages uh, in R and in Python. There's obviously vendor solutions that help us with autoML. Uh, and the way that I that I like to apply it is autoML gives us a first pass. Of, of models gives us the first benchmark and something that we can deploy at scale. So having, then, then our teams can focus on um, capturing the right data, preparing the right data, choosing the problem that we're going to be solving. But once we have prepared data sets, we can make heaps and heaps of models uh, used across the, the organization. We can create them very quickly. We can deploy them. We can monitor them. We can start uh, the adoption process, the change management, which will take a lot longer and then uh, having them in production, hopefully creating that value. So I see AutoML as something that can help us get there. Um, somebody, Something else that was discussed in a separate session during Advancing AI um, was how we need to empower more people to be able to create AI. Uh, so I'll have a, a separate video about that. But for this one, think about think about this. It definitely like open up my my eyes and my mind that in the future organizations are going to have thousands of models, and that's that's uh, where we're heading. So how do we get there faster? I think AutoML is a key component. Obviously, ML ops, um, data engineering, having good good data sets prepared, um, and start to think about how we can. Um, if improve that, or or how do we can get there faster? It's going to be an exciting journey. We're all going to do it together. Let's continue the conversation in the data Futurology community. I hope this has been useful. Let me know your thoughts below and see you in the next video. There are broadly two extreme approaches that we can think of to create AI in our organizations and then to sort of kickstart the journey towards getting value. On one end of the spectrum, we can have a small team of specialists, that get their work prioritized and they're focusing on the the highest value items. So this is like an AI team, a data science team, um, et cetera. The small team of specialists that are servicing the whole organization and and the organization is deciding and prioritizing what these specialists focus on. On the other end of the scale, we have uh, a workforce that is enabled to create AI. So kind of like the citizen data scientist, uh, although I know that the citizen data scientist has been um, around for so long that it's gone through the um, the Gartner um, uh, cycle of having a lot of hype, the inflated expectations, then the trough of disillusionment, and maybe now it's getting to a, a plateau of productivity, hopefully. But the idea here on this end of the spectrum is that we can have um, a workforce that can create um, machine learning models um, and to to help their themselves their teams on their on their daily tasks. And I know that a lot of a lot of certifications in different industries, for example, the, the financial analyst uh, certification that is very common in banks. Um, as of twenty nineteen, I believe they they started including a machine learning module. On all of their uh, levels, which is which is fantastic. So we're definitely, from an education perspective, we're moving towards a world of uh, more more and more people in the organization having the, a little bit of knowledge about machine learning and AI. The technology is getting better, so they can more easily create this. Uh, AutoML is helping a lot in that in that space. There's AutoML solutions from open source in R and Python. There's packages to do it. Uh, there's also vendor solutions that are helping with it. And then there's the, the, um, the processes to then deploy the models and um, then the monitoring that gets done once, once they're in production. But if you think about these two extremes of having a small team of specialists, or on the other end, almost everyone in the organization able to create models For us to transform the organizations with AI the way that we want to, in my view, we want to be moving more and more towards everyone or a large part of the organization being able to create models. And the models that we'll create at that scale will be smaller. They might not add as much value as the models that the team of specialists will add. So we will always, in my view, we will always need that team of specialists to be working on the high value items or to improve the models that have been created by the people in the business. So we can have a lot of scale with very lots of lots of models that have been created largely in an automated way. And when there's areas that we decide that as an organization that we can create more value that can be done by the by the specialist. Um, So it's definitely something that um, helped me clarify my my thinking uh, that Obviously, being a practitioner myself, I'm biased towards the, the small uh, team of specialists, but that over time to transform our organizations, we want to open up the ability, uh, the ability for more and more people in the organization to create and deploy models at scale and then have the, the monitoring. For your day-to-day in your organizations, think about the discrepancy between these extremes. Think about where you are and where you would like to be. I hope this has been helpful see you in the next video that brings this episode to conclusion thank you so much for listening please find us on datafuturology.com or on facebook twitter linkedin or instagram as datafuturology also go to datafuturology.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this and any other episodes If you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it was helpful and valuable for you. Thanks again and see you next time.